Welcome to the Menlo Midweek Podcast, where we are getting some extra time with the speaker from last Sunday's message to go a little deeper, get some extra thoughts about the message, and get a behind-the-scenes look at their teaching process. We're your hosts, Mark and Jess. Thank you so much for joining us. This is Menlo Midweek. Well, welcome, everybody, to Menlo Midweek. I'm Jessica, and guess what? I'm not alone anymore. Mark is back. Hi, everybody. I'm back. I wanted to trick you by me starting it because that's how it's been the last two weeks because Mark has been on vacation, but yes, he's back. Welcome back. back. Thank you. I'm Our studio tired. audience is going nuts. I know. Stop, stop the applause, please. Thank you. A <laughs> um, little bit tired. Yeah. A little bit tanner. <laughs> tired, tanner. Mark Mornishi 2.0. Tired, tired and, and tanner. Tan. Yep. And full of life from japan oh yeah you went to japan and i did went to japan i officiated a wedding in hawaii nice see what i go through for you guys (laughs) and it was just an amazing time missy and i both my wife missy and i we used to live in japan and this Mm -hmm. was the first time we're actually able to go back oh my gosh um for the past covid years um they weren't really allowing anyone into the country that didn't have business there or family there or own land there. So we were there the second day after they opened their borders back up wow. to travelers. So crazy. Was it crazy? Man. Like busy? You know, it, it was getting busier as we were there. Okay. But the day that we landed, um, we got some great carousel sushi. Mm. We went to sleep. Mm. Woke up the next morning and we went to Shibuya Crossing, which is like that really crazy, busy mm-hmm. train station slash okay. big corner. Like in Tokyo Drift, it's the one where they like drive the cars through and all like yes. the, the crowd parts. Mm. Now I know mm. what you're talking yes. about. <laughs> yeah. Had to throw it in a movie for Jess. Uh, mm-hmm. It was empty. Wow. Yeah. Typically, you'll see a bunch of like Japanese businessmen there in the morning going to work. Uh, you'll see all the foreigners and travelers. There's like this. Every Starbucks in a fancy location says they're the world's busiest Starbucks. <laughs> but this one was sure. like, it has a view of that. So it's like on the third floor of this building that overlooks it. And typically it's so crazy with people that yeah. it's like off-putting to go. But it was almost empty when you were there. Wow. And it was really strange, actually. Pretty weird. Pretty weird. Wow. But then as we were, as we left, um, there were definitely a lot more people there. Yeah. And it was just an amazing time. So fun. It was weird going back and seeing old places that we used to live in or visit and seeing them like five years in the future. Because sometimes it felt like no time passed at all. Like I was just mm-hmm. there. And other times it was like, this is a completely different place. Whoa. So it, was, it was a trip. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's very mm-hmm. odd. So cool. Very yeah, cool. It was really cool. Well, very I'm glad cool. you had a good time, but I'm Thanks. also very glad that you're back because we missed you out here. I'm glad mm-hmm. to be back. Mm-hmm. And note for the audio, Mark and I are matching accidentally today. We are. We're in the same fall color. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm-hmm. And by the way, there's another voice you're hearing. Adam yes. Hendricks is here. Whoa. <laughs> yes. Yes. Enough about Thank us. Thank you. Thank you so much Welcome for back. finally stop talking and letting me have the microphone. Well, you right, sound excited enough. to be here. <laughs> Seriously. I am. Jeez. I'm excited to be here. I'm excited to talk about all the Jesus things. Woo. Yes. Jesus. So <laughs> when I was gone for two weeks, you were sick for two weeks. Am I understanding that correctly? Yes. He Aww. was just crying in bed. He wasn't actually sick. Oh. He was just yeah. so sad that you were gone. I missed you a lot. He couldn't get out of bed. Yeah. Once an office mate, always an office mate. That's right. <laughs> yeah, last time I was on the podcast, uh, I had quite the voice issue, and we made it through. It wasn't too bad. Yeah. It wasn't too, yeah, it wasn't yeah. too bad. Now yeah. it's 
back to normal. So you had I'm Keith ready to, jump to make up it. for it with his amazing That's podcast right. voice. Yeah, so, yeah, so. Yes. nice. Thanks. <laughs> Is that your impression of him? Yeah. <laughs> well, Adam, it was my first Sunday back. Was the one that you were gracing us with your uh-huh. sermon. So for <laughs> those good way that it. had missed it. And unfortunately, you missed it because I, I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really yeah. good. Can Thanks. you give a quick Always. summary about your message and then we'll dive in? Yeah. So uh, sort of the big idea was when you live out of your false self, you are settling for something less. And so I get uh, a unique opportunity to preach two sermons back to back. That doesn't always happen with our teaching team. And so this past week, we were looking at the false self in this part of Colossians where Paul is talking about our old self, our earthly self, how to take that off, die to that. And then this upcoming week, we'll be talking about putting on, clothing ourselves with the true self or the mm. uh, the new self, the, the heavenly self. So yeah, sort of the concept was uh, when you live out of the false self, you're living, you're settling for less. And I wanted to go that direction because Paul lists a lot of do nots in this portion of scripture. And you know, a lot of people with Christianity, we when we get to the do nots or when we get to sin, uh, it can just feel so much like I shouldn't do this, I ought not do this, mm-hmm. and that becomes the priority. But instead of that, like uh, we talked about how really Paul had for chapters and chapters talked about the beauty of Christ and what he wants to do in our lives. And so it's actually less of like, don't do this, don't do that, and more of... Uh, he Jesus has something so much more true yeah. and better and expansive for us. So when we do these kind of things, we're actually living out of something uh, that is false. It's not the real us, and it, we're actually settling for something that's not as good as he wants for us, which for me is a much more helpful way to think about sin or to think about the things in my life. Uh, think of it more in uh, what are the things that are keeping me from this expansive, beautiful reality Jesus has for me. That's so good. <laughs> I really appreciated the the nuance that you put into mm. talking about topics such as sin or repentance. And mm. was that something that you struggled through approaching during this message, or was mm-hmm. it a just kind of a clear tie into you know the the coming as you are, the disrobing, the living as you ought to be? How did yep. you approach that? Yeah, definitely struggled with it. I think if there's a spectrum, there's one side of the spectrum that is so heavy on focusing on sin. I sort of mentioned that right. <laughs> that Christian musician that yeah. talked about his Sunday school. And that's that's a little oh more tradition gosh. I grew up in. Where that it's was just, so gross. <laughs> so that's gross. so mean. It's so mean. Sorry yeah, if you, did, if you didn't watch the sermon yet, it's... Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, the Sunday school teacher put paint in the popcorn for the with the kids so they could like. Was this an older story? Some. Do you think it was lead based? Uh, it was paint? like our like similar my age, so yeah, <laughs> it could have been lead based oh, gosh. paint. <laughs> uh, nice, yikes! But yeah, so that's a little more of the tradition I grew up with. This mm-hmm. so much focused right. on sin mm-hmm. and judgment that you can't help but just feeling guilty all the time and shameful. But it, then on the flip side of the spectrum. There's a there's a level of like everything goes whatever you feel mm-hmm. you know, and that's not really like the message of Jesus either. And so yeah, there's definitely there's always a struggle with me of like how can I uh, help find that middle ground where it's like pointed towards Jesus, like Christ centered versus like sin centered is how I sort of look at it. And so like repent is a beautiful word. Uh, Jess doesn't think so because she's yawning Sorry. right now. <laughs> wow. Oh my gosh. 
Oh, oh, sin again. I, my confidence was like at 80%, <laughs> Sorry. and now I'm down to 20. <laughs> You're doing a great job. Okay, thanks. Uh, yeah, but repent is a beautiful concept when you think of it as like a turning towards something mm-hmm. expansive and beautiful. But many of us, when we think the word repent, it's just so uh, layered with things that are uncomfortable of like mm-hmm. that means i'm a bad person and i'm the worst and so i need to ch- you know so yeah there's some of these concepts i think it's just healthy for us to dig in deeper uh what does it mean so yeah and i think too a lot of us like you hear the words like sin and repent and you think okay i've you know i've discovered or this is my sin and i'm gonna repent and it's like a one and done thing. Yeah, yeah, and exactly. It's, it's not. And so it's like, then it feels like there's just so much pressure to repent. But then it's like, well, I'm not ready to like fully turn away. Well, it's like, well, no, it's a process. Like yep. you can repent from it and turn away from it. But yeah, you might go back to it, but that's okay. Like we're human, we make mistakes, <laughs> but that's when you just keep doing it again and you keep turning your life to Christ. But I, I think it's Great. so easy to put so much pressure on that yes. like repentance piece. That's so good. I, that, that's actually a piece that I took out of the sermon. Originally, mm-hmm. I was going to have in there uh, one of these indicators of a mature follower of Jesus versus sort of a newer convert is a mature follower of Jesus. We start to understand that repentance is a daily thing slash an hourly yeah. surrender, right? It's like a the only way I'm going to make it is if I'm constantly reevaluating, reorienting myself like Jesus help me this next 30 minutes like mm-hmm. uh, focus on you and turn to you whereas like when we're younger in the faith I think there is a little this concept of like I converted I repented and now I'm good, I'm good forever yeah and it's like yeah good luck with that tomorrow yeah. <laughs> or in an hour <laughs> yes yeah right, right right yeah that's a great point. you used an example that I didn't personally identify with at all <laughs> okay of youth group and just feeling so much shame yeah. about everyone looking at me <laughs> specifically yeah, yeah, when the preacher was talking. <laughs> yes. I didn't feel personally attacked at no. all. Good, good, good. Or Yeah, that was just unique to me. Yes. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that that is a, something a lot of us identify with for sure is like this feeling of like when someone names a sin, you just, yeah, it's the shame piece, right? And uh, something, if you'll allow me to throw it in right here that I had to cut up cut out of the sermon that I was really excited about, but just, it was going to make it too long. Um, There's a piece in there in that scripture that talks about the wrath of God. And that was one of the things I wanted to like sort of tease out and say like, uh, let's look at this word a little more and sort of um, see the paradox of that versus like the prodigal son. And so uh, if you allow me to read this quote by N.T. Wright, this is sort of what I was going to go into with the wrath of God, because Going back to what you just said, part of that, the, you feel like the thermostat's being cranked on you and everybody's <laughs> looking at you is just like, God is mad at me. Mm. Um, mm. And everybody knows and, you know, you feel exposed. Mm-hmm. So N.T. Wright says this, which I think is very helpful. Uh, it is not the, the case that God happens to dislike this sort of behavior and so has decided to punish it. On the contrary, the wrath of God it hardly needs saying, is not a malicious or capricious anger, but the necessary reaction of true holiness, justice, and goodness to wickedness, exploitation, and evil of every kind. This wrath begins to take effect in the squalid and degrading effects of sin itself. 
And part of the horror of hell, it appears, is this uh, continue, those who continually choose sin instead of God become less and less human. And so, the, you know, N.T. Wright uses much more fancy words yeah. than I do. Um, but th- the wrath of God, looking at it through the lens of this is a natural occurrence that happens when we uh, sin or we live in our false self, as opposed to this God who is angry at you all the time, mm-hmm. which we looked at in the sermons, like actually the picture Jesus gives is a God who runs to you mm-hmm. and hugs you and kisses you mm-hmm. on repentance. And so that that to me is helpful too, just like God's not trying to crank the thermostat, burn you out, expose you and shame you. Uh, this that kind of wrath is just more of that false self that takes you on a path of less and less of what he wants you to be. Mm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. So I, if I'm hearing correctly, what he's saying is the wrath of God is more of the anger about your false self and the sin. So God's not mad at you. He's like mad at the sin. Is it, am I? Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good way to look at okay. it. I think it is the the wrath of God is a is a natural occurrence that happens to uh, living apart from him. Got it, yeah. And so that will take place uh, gradually over time. Um, Yeah, yeah, but I think you said it well. How do you know if you're living into the false self or if you Mm. are actually turning towards what is right and what is good? Mm. I was thinking about as as you were teaching, this idea of you know disrobing your false self and putting on mm-hmm. you know where you should be headed is that is that more of a step-by-step like mm-hmm. decision thing is that uh, i have a view of what i know is right and good and i just need to head in that direction how would you encourage someone that wants to pursue the true self but doesn't know how or doesn't know where to start yeah. wow. great question yeah. i so I think this is where <clears throat> this is where that list that Paul gives in these chapters is actually helpful because something I talk about in the sermon is the list is actually symptoms of the false self. So using my cold example, me having a cold for the last two weeks. Mm-hmm. How do I know I have a cold? Well, I'm coughing all the time. <laughs> I've got a sore throat. I'm, you know, I took a COVID test. I don't have COVID. Um, anyways, uh, but it's the symptoms that show the deeper issue. Mm-hmm. And so part of what a list like that does or like, uh, you know, m- malice, anger, lying to others, like we see those symptoms. And that's the helpful part of like, the, especially in the New Testament where we see different parts of a uh, list of like uh, sins is like they show us when we're living out of the false self. Mm-hmm. So when we notice ourselves like doing some of these things, there's, we trace it back to like, mm-hmm. why am I doing that? Mm-hmm. And the why that we talked about in the sermon is like, usually, almost always, it's trying to live apart from God. Mm. So I'm trying to get what I want, mm-hmm. pleasure myself, get my desires, not believing God will uh, give those to me, he'll provide, but I, I'm doing it myself. So I think just tracing back in your own life, just being a hyper- uh, vigilant about like look, uh, examining your actions, your motives, your behaviors, your habits, and saying like, tracing those back. Like, why am I doing those? And I would say too, like, if you're already at the spot where you like want to, like, you know that you're not, or you want to like live out their full self, mm-hmm. that's like the first step. I mean, mm-hmm. if you are at that spot, that's when you're like, okay, there's clearly, if you've already recognized that in yourself then I feel like you're already starting to realize that you're not 
living up to your full potential mm-hmm. in Jesus. And so I think that's when you can like be like, okay, are these things real? But if you've already like, I don't know if I'm saying this right, mm-hmm. but if you're already like turning to God and saying, what am I living in my full potential? That's when you can ask God to start revealing those things to yeah. you. Like, what am yeah. I not, mm-hmm. what am I doing that is not for you? And what is like for the world? And I think, so I think it's like, if you're already at that spot where you're wondering, am I living my full self or my full potential? I think you're at a good spot because that's where you can start processing mm-hmm. through that. And yep. I think even like, you know, us as like church workers, I think there's definitely things that, you know, we could stop, step back and say like, mm-hmm. am I living my full potential in Christ? Like, mm-hmm. am I turning oh, totally. towards him? And mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, that's what I would that's say. That's great. Yeah. yeah, and there's some specific things I've seen in both of you that have just really, I wanted to call out <laughs> publicly. Well, now's the time to do it. <laughs> so, some Buckle sins up, I want to yeah. confess on your yeah, behalf. Thank mm. you so much. <laughs> no, that that's such a great point. And I think to me, that's part of that. One of the words I use was reveal mm-hmm. peace. Uh, when we try to hide, that's when we get in this spiral of it gets, we get into deeper and stronger hold, holds of uh, uh, patterns and habits that are unhelpful Mm -hmm. but as we reveal part of that is what you said we go to god like in the psalm uh, the psalm says search my heart oh god Mm -hmm. show any offensive way in me so we want to reveal like god reveal in me because we're blind to those kind of things so Mm -hmm. it's like reveal to me these symptoms Mm -hmm. what are the ways i'm sort of living on my own apart from you and then the revealing piece of like sometimes we forget paul's writing this this letter to a group of people not Mm -hmm. one people not one person. And so that's where the community piece comes in such, uh, it's so helpful too, because we're revealing to each other uh, and that can be so hard. Mm-hmm. It's like I'm revealing myself, what I'm struggling with, but also I need people to speak into my blind spots, right? Uh, which is why, again, I'm going to publicly mm-hmm. tell yeah. everybody about mm-hmm. some of the sins yeah. I see. Yep. <laughs> no, so I'm making light of that, but no, it's so helpful when I have, a, I've got three friends that I feel comfortable with if they come to me and they're like, Hey dude, I've noticed this in your, Mm -hmm. the way you're sort of acting. It's like, Oh, Mm. thank you for that. That's Mm -hmm. usually not my first reaction, but eventually. (laughs) Right. Uh, So, yeah. Yeah. And what I love about that is the symptoms that might be showing might indicate something, but that's not necessarily the root cause of Hmm. the problem either. Hmm. Like you were experiencing a cough or a headache in your sickness. But really, it was a respiratory thing, yeah. mm-hmm. you know? And so I think those conversations help dial in and help identify, hey, what's actually going on yep. here? Mm-hmm. Not just saying, I, you know, yes, maybe this behavior is bad, but what's, ca- what's the root? What's yes. causing that behavior? So good. Yeah. Yeah, I think too, like we've talked about this before, you know, we talked about this a couple of weeks ago with Keith of like the self-awareness yes. of all of that. And mm-hmm you know, I'll do a plug for therapy right now. Like I, Mm -hmm. I really struggled Mm -hmm. with self-awareness for a while. I was so focused on other people and like, um, making sure everybody else was okay, that it wasn't easy for me to, uh, if you know anything about the Enneagram as a seven, it's not easy for us to dig down and like find those hard things. Mm -hmm. And so therapy was super, has been super helpful, helpful for me because it gives me tools of like, how do you stop and recognize what's actually going on here Mm -hmm. like i would be complaining about something and i just kept saying how frustrated i was my therapist was like i think you said frustrated like 10 times in this last three minutes Mm. 
So let's dig into that because yeah, yeah, maybe you are frustrated, but there are so many other words that could do all of that, that (laughs) that word you're just kind of using. And so once we like dug into it, I was like, oh, I'm actually really angry. Mm-hmm. And I'm sad. And, you know, and just kind of like really digging down into that. And so I think when we get the opportunity, as scary as it is, to really like stop and say, okay, what's actually going on here? Mm-hmm. And where is this coming from? And this isn't me and this isn't Jesus. Like, God reveal that to me. It's scary, but it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And it's so, mm-hmm. it's so life giving. And, and I think that's when you get the opportunity to repent and confess mm-hmm. to your friends or with your friends. And, Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I would even say, you can correct me on this, Adam, but also when you and Keith were here, you talked about how reach out to a pastor, like totally. this is what you love to do. Yes. And I would say mm-hmm. that this, that is probably mm-hmm. part of what you love to do as well. Yeah, totally. So if you're like struggling and, you know, just need someone to pray with or help you through this stuff, that's what our pastors are here for. Um, you can text us at 650-600-0409. Oh, two. Dang close. it. Oh, so close. 0402. Mm-hmm. Um, if you want to talk to somebody about that, we That's just great. really want to encourage you to either pray with a pastor or dive into community. We have mm-hmm. all that opportunity for mm-hmm. you. It's scary to do that alone, and God doesn't want that for you. Yes. Mm. So good. So good. And Adam, if I heard correctly, you're preaching again next weekend? Yes, correct. And so this was like a part one of a part, part one. two? Yeah. yeah. As a communicator, is that harder to do, knowing that you have two weekends in a row? Is it easier to do? Is it like a, are you kind of... Tarantinoing it, where like you're setting something up this weekend that you're going to go into next weekend, or like, what's your approach for that? Kill Bill one, two, and three. Yeah, exactly. That's funny. Yeah, I I definitely prefer it on a conceptual level for sure because it's like, yeah, I don't have to hit all this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there's one point I showed a video of like uh, this concept of a new identity and yeah. new name. Yeah. And usually I would have felt like, oh, I got to now really dig into deeper to that. But that's actually going to be what we talked about this week. So, yeah, there's a little bit of like, okay, I can sort of set this up, point to what we're going to talk about. Um, On a just practical level, it's (laughs) it's harder (laughs) Mm. Uh, because, yeah, I woke up, uh, you know, Monday morning. I'm like, oh, back at it again. Here we go. Uh, Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, I man, I just really enjoy it. So I'm not complaining. So we we actually started talking about. Uh, with all of our preachers, the process that you guys go yeah. through. So when you do two weeks in a row, is that more like you kind of write one big sermon mm-hmm. and then you divide it? Or are you intentionally writing two sermons? Yeah, this one was nice because it is, it's already sort of divided a little bit by Paul. And so, yeah, I, I, I've been wrestling with the entire portion mm-hmm. and so had it in my mind i will say just teaser for this week i ended up going a little different direction as i was digging to the scripture a little more of like what is the true self and the symptoms of the true self a little different than i originally thought hmm. but yeah uh, yeah i think process wise it was like looking at this entire scripture because uh man it, paul can be so complex but he's also <laughs> so brilliant and so yeah. mm-hmm. he lists uh vices and virtues the taking off and then putting on and just uh, going back and forth between those two. Well, I'm excited. Yes, uh, I am too. And just another like funny tie-in, Mark Swarner, our our campus pastor here at Menlo Park, uh, brought up, it's like so funny, we're talking about this right at Halloween, Hmm. which is like such a a fun metaphor for the clothing yourself with 
our false oh, false self. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, because that's literally what we all that's do so on funny. Halloween, and so I'm, I'll probably play with that a little bit because uh, this next sermon will be the day before Halloween. But are you gonna wear a costume? Yeah, the entire time. <laughs> I heard what you're gonna be for Halloween, so yeah, yeah, I think yeah, you should. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Harry Potter. But yeah, that's just another funny <laughs> like uh, it's wizardry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Anyways. And that's closing out the series. Whoa. That's right. Yeah. We did it. My Bye, gosh. Colossians. Yeah. So if you wow. if you you know haven't been around the last week or you're living under a rock or maybe or you were in Japan. Japan or Hawaii, uh, we have a senior pastor candidate. Mm-hmm. So yeah. originally our uh, final week was going to be November 6th of the Colossian series, mm-hmm. um, but he's actually going to be able to be here and preach totally. as well as there's a huge congregational vote. So if you're a member, yes. go to menlo.church slash senior pastor to get all those mm-hmm. details. Mm-hmm. Um, so instead of closing out the series on the 6th, Adam gets to do it this Sunday, the October yeah. 30th. Yeah. 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 Cool. Totally. So do you feel like that puts on more pressure to close the series, or is it just kind of like yeah, gonna you, still say the same thing? Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I hadn't even thought about it. So. <laughs> I probably there should. You go. Yeah, I probably should yeah. put in a little bow on top at the very end. But uh-huh. yeah, nobody has put that pressure on me until Great. right now. So thanks a yeah, lot. Yeah, you're now welcome. Now I'm feeling it. No well, I was actually pressure. talking because Cheryl was gonna be preaching, and she yeah. was like, you know, actually, she was like, I had a, you know, was kind of excited yeah, to close the series sort of out. Summarize. So we talked about maybe doing a special Menlo Midweek. We'll oh, that's stay good. tuned. Yeah, just let's to put kind the, of use let's that put to the close pressure it out. on that. Okay, yeah, that's there you where go. the yeah. pressure goes. Cool. What, what I just heard is Adam's doing a, a special closer of the series <laughs> yeah. as well as yeah. this weekend, all while wearing costumes. Yes, that's exactly oh, what yeah. it is. Wizardry right. costumes where he's going to get fired. Ooh. <laughs> or lots of complaints. <laughs> Written up. Email a Hendrix uh, at menlo.church. Yes. That's right. Really appreciate that, you guys. Well, Adam, thanks, thanks so much for being here. We're excited to. Yeah. Hear your message this coming weekend where you close out our Colossians series. <laughs> and if you haven't gotten this resource already, you can go to menlo.church slash Colossians. Mm-hmm. And that is something that has paired with each week that we've gone through so far for this series. A little bit of a deeper dive. And that is a great resource for you if you want to continue studying this. Mm-hmm. Or if you're maybe jumping in right now and you want to go mm-hmm. back and listen. Yeah. So check that out. Text us if you need anything. Reach out to a pastor. Mm-hmm. So they would love to have conversations with you mm-hmm. about right. identifying and pointing you to who God is calling you to become. Yes. No big deal. No big deal. No, big deal. no pressure, Adam. <laughs> Thanks for being here, Adam. <laughs> Thanks. And you'll Good be back be next week. Yeah. Probably. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Well, thanks so much for listening. And our hope is that this helps you connect deeper to Menlo Church throughout the week. We believe church doesn't just happen on Sundays. And this is just one of the ways you can connect with us and grow in your faith whenever and wherever you're listening. We'd love to come alongside you in prayer to encourage you or walk through anything that you're going through. All you have to do is text our online team at 650-600-0402. Thanks again for tuning in. This was Menlo Midweek.